Now, has, any, has anyone not got their little um, pack that was coming around? Hands up if uh, you're a kid. Uh, and so over, right over in the far corner here, but they're arriving there. Anyone else feel like they didn't get one if you're a kid? Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. <coughs> uh, great to uh, see you here. Uh, I... I was one of those who have received my presents, or my present. Uh, I've received one present today. Uh, can anyone, like I'm wearing it, can anyone guess what it is? Shoes? No, no, I've had these for a while. Sh- undies, did someone say? No. Uh, shirt, yes, it's my Christmas shirt. So, uh, so this is what I've got so far. I'm pretty happy. I'm really sorry for some of you who haven't received anything yet, uh, but even if you don't receive anything from anyone else, I have, some, I have a gift for you today, okay? Uh, I'm actually, I actually made it up. It's a, it's a temporary tattoo, and it captures this verse, John 3, 16. Uh, and so, uh, at the end, uh, all the kids and any of you adults that haven't received a present yet, Come and get one uh, out the back there. We'll put a tattoo on you. It won't stay forever, but it will remind you of God's forever gift, right? So this is temporary. Uh, Parents, it's not going to stay forever, but it will remind you of God's eternal gift. Uh, And it really captures this verse that Glee Man was talking about earlier, John 3.16. Here it is on the screen, slightly different from the Glee Man edition of the verse, but here it is. How about you read it out together with me, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have <laughs> eternal life. Uh, that's John 3, 6, John 3, verse 16. Now, I'm, now let me show you again, because I've got an, another version of the verse, which, and these, this is the tattoo pictures. Right? So my tattoo has no words, it's just got five little pictures. But do you think you can read it again with me without some of those words in there? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, the reason we're looking at this verse today is it, is it, is it right at the heart of Christmas. Uh, Right at the heart of Christmas is not the gifts we give to each other. At the heart of Christmas is the gift God has given us. The greatest gift of all because it changes our destiny. uh, God's gift to us. Uh, And this is the most popular verse uh, in the whole Bible because it encapsulates the whole message of the Bible. When I was growing up, uh, there used to be a guy just like Gleeman. Just hold your... uh, Hold it up there. Flip, flip it around. There it is. So, on, uh, so when I was growing up, there was a guy kind of like Gleeman. Uh, he, he, was, he was a strange sort of guy, not like Gleeman. Right? Gleeman's a you know, straight sort of guy. But, but this is a sort of strange sort of guy. But he heard the message of John 3.16 and he thought, well, I'm not good at speaking, but what I can do is just hold this little banner up. Uh, and what he'd do is he'd go to you know, grand final football matches uh, he'd go to basketball, you know, big basketball stadiums. And when a try was scored, he would be right in the line of sight of the, uh, of the cameras. 
uh, you know, so the touchdown or the try or the basket was scored or whatever it is, and he'd be there holding up this sign, uh, and the, the cameras used to get a bit annoyed because, you know, sponsors would pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for advertising, but there is this guy with John 3.16. He was there at the Olympics, he was there at the royal wedding, uh, and he just keeps on popping up, holding this sign, uh, and, it, and it was because he was really captured by this because this verse encapsulates the entire Christian message. Uh, and it encapsulates so beautifully the message of Christmas. So I just want to unpack that uh, with you now. So just, just click the next thing. You watch what happens. So this is that's the, how the tattoo looks, right? So that gives you an expectation. Five little pictures that capture this verse. But I'm going to start off with the, the sort of the sombre one, the, the, uh, the reality before Jesus came into our world, and it's the word perish. Uh, and uh, yeah, before, before the first Christmas 2,000 years ago, Je- uh, the, the world was a world destined to perish. Uh, so much of the stuff in our world is destined to perish, right? So you'll get Christmas presents today and you'll be joyful, but all of them, I'm sorry to say, are destined to perish. I felt this myself because like, um, I got undies. I don't know whether it was last year or the year before. I can't remember exactly. So I, I, you know, I sometimes get undies for Christmas uh, and I'd been wearing them all this time and then they stopped working about a month ago. Um, and, and they stopped working because the elastic perished right? and you sort of find yourself sort of walking around like this and it sort of defeats the whole purpose of undies because they're sort of you know, meant to stay up. Um, but the same will happen with food. Right? You, you get some food and it might look great today. Like you know those fluffy bread rolls? Right? You come back in a week's time in this dry hot weather, you'll bite into it and it'll just go... It's happened to me because my mum once bought me a hot dog, right? And it looked great. This is true, right? It looked great on the outside and I bit into it and then the whole bun just perished. Uh, colli- uh, that's the sort of thing my mum... Uh, anyway, we won't, go, <laughs> we won't go there. She's not here today, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, but it will happen with food, so it's got a used-by date. Uh, it will happen if you've got some technology where you think this is, this is life-changing technology... But in a couple of years, it will probably be obsolete. Uh, And it's not just stuff that perishes. We do as well. Do you know, I was, I don't feel like I'm all that old or anything like this, but I was um, eating a rice cracker the other day, a rice cracker, right? And half of one of my teeth fell out. (laughs) What's going on there? Like a a rice cracker. And uh, And so what I did is I rang the dentist but I said to Ruth, I said, I, re- I reckon I might just get it pulled out. Like, you know, because it's going to just be so expensive and, you know. And she said, well, yeah, you are, you are on the downhill run. <laughs> she, literally, she said that. And she said, you know, we're kind of reaching our use-by date. So, you know, it's just got to last, you know, a little while longer. And so, yeah, sure, if that's what you want to do. Uh, and, uh, but, yes, look, uh, sickness, decay, uh, not only the stuff of this world, but we ourselves are perishing. Uh, and sometimes it happens gradually, like um, 
rust or tooth decay or whatever. Sometimes it's gradual, um, but in Australia, we've been feeling the effects of catastrophic perishing lately, haven't we? Just surrounded by bushfires. And just even this morning, as I've talked to a number of you, uh, you've experienced that. Some of you have lost stuff in the bushfires, or some of you have been uh, engulfed and, and the bushfires are all around and you, so you still live in that sense of uncertainty uh, of uh, will, will all my stuff perish uh, in the fires uh, and we will pray for you later on uh, because it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's an unsettling time to be, have that sort of fear or the threat or the uncertainty uh, of bushfire raging around. Uh, and, but there's actually, it actually gets more confronting than that. And that is there comes a day for each of us that awaits us in the future where each one of us will stand before God, the God who made us, and we will have to give an account. Uh, and we don't often think about that day because I think a lot of us live life kind of petrified that on that day we will perish. Now, the message of Christmas is such good news because Jesus came into that world, into our world. He came into a world destined to perish and he gave another option. And that option is captured in the next little symbol and that is the E, which is eternal life. Uh, So the coming of Jesus into our world opens up a new possibility, a promise from God of eternal life, a life that goes on forever and ever. And it's captured in the last couple of chapters of the Bible uh, where God says that he will wipe away every tear from our eyes and there'll be no more death or mourning, no more sickness and grief and pain. Uh, God says... All of that stuff is going to be done away with. No more evil. It will all be dealt with. Uh, No more brokenness in our relationships because God will bring about a complete forgiveness and healing and mending of relationships. And so all that is left is uninterrupted, intimate fellowship with God, restored fellowship with God and restored relationship with one another that will just stretch on forever eternal life that's what we're talking about now surely in your hearts there's a longing for that Uh, you know a lot of us don't believe it could be true but if it could be true how good would that be uninterrupted life without the the hurts and the brokenness and the scars of this perishing world without the uncertainty Uh, there was actually a guy from Sydney, um, who heard this message. Uh, he sort of a bit of a homeless guy. Um, he was basically illiterate, couldn't read or write. But he was sitting in a, a church service like this and he heard the message of eternity, eternal life through Jesus. And what he did is he thought, again, he thought, I can't really say much. I'm not a good public speaker. But what I can do is write the word eternity. And here it is. Um, just show you a picture of it. Um, this guy, day by day, he would, you know, in the middle of the night, he would go and write 
the word eternity in this, and he just mastered the art of writing one word, eternity. Uh, and he would write it in chalk on the footpaths in Sydney. Uh, and so as workers were heading onto the office over decades, they would sort of walk you know, across and see this word eternity. And so in the midst of these lives that are so busy, that are so temporary, that are so perishing, it was kind of like him saying, look up. Uh, there's actually another destiny uh, that you can take hold of, another destiny that God has for you. And so they estimate that 500,000 times he wrote those words because the words got rubbed off or washed away, but the next day he'd be out there again uh, writing it again. And some of you, I know, have uh, saw that uh, and, uh, and witnessed that for yourselves. So there's the two alternatives, perish, that's the normal state of things. But Christmas is all about God opening up another possibility, another hope, eternal life. Uh, so good. Surely we should long after that. Uh, and what this verse says is that the reason God has opened up the destiny of eternal life is because of his love. Right, and so that goes on to the next picture. Um, God's love. Show us the word. Um, so God so loved the world, right? This is the creator God to whom we must one day give an account. He loves us, right? He loves us in spite of the way we've ignored him. You know, we, we, we receive so many good things from God, but we ignore him or we even disobey him where we say, I'm not going to do things your way. I'm going to do things my way. And yet in spite of all of that, he still loves us. Uh, and it's quite staggering that he loves us. And how God expressed his love is he gave us a gift. And so that moves on to the next, next icon. He gave us a gift. Uh, and God's gift was God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Uh, and, and, and that's what Christmas is all about. God sending Jesus into our world. God saying, here is my gift to you. It is the person Jesus. Uh, Jesus, the only son of God. So precious to God in so many ways. And yet Jesus gave him for us. Now, what does it mean God gave Jesus to us? Well, he came and he was born he grew up, he lived an extraordinary life. He showed God's love. Um, he taught us about God and God's love. He lived such an incredible life of love, healing sick people, showing kindness to outcasts. Uh, extraordinary in every way, but the focal point of this gift was his death on the cross. And even before Jesus was born, even as a baby, Jesus came into our world with a destiny that he would lay down his life on the cross. And he would lay down his life as an exchange for us. Uh, the Bible says that it's like our sin was placed on him. Our ignoring God, our rebellion against God was placed on Jesus. Jesus lived the perfect life, but when he died on the cross, he took on God's punishment for my sin and your sin. And what it does is it opens up 
the promise, the possibility of eternal life. Now, uh, I've got a gift here, uh, and I want to just show you um, some of the ways you might respond when you receive a gift. Now, Gleeman, can you, can you come on up the front here? Come on right up the front. Welcome Gleeman up. So, been so good having you around over Christmas, bro. Um, so, um, what, what I want you to do is, you want, I want you to help us see different ways that someone might respond. So this is, so I want you to, uh, this is a precious gift from me to you. And Gleeman's going to show us some of the different ways you might react when someone gives you a precious gift. So this, Gleeman, this is my precious gift to you for Christmas. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. So there's one way people react. I don't know if anyone's ever reacted like that to you, but some people might reject the gift. Uh, Now, why would you reject the gift? You might reject the gift if you don't trust the person who's giving it to you, or you might reject it if you don't like them. Um, (laughs) Not in this case. Not in that. Uh, So, and 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 it's interesting. So Christmas is all about God giving the most precious gift of all, his son, in our place. And yet lots of people in our world hear that and they just kind of reject the gift. They're kind of like, oh, this is from God. I I want to run my life my way. I don't really want God or his gift. And I just think, I just want to say, if that's you, it's a tragedy. Uh, Because if this really is what God says it is, Eternal life is on offer uh, through the gift of his son. Uh, your, your eternal destiny hangs on this gift. And you don't want to reject it lightly. So let's, let's um, uh, another way you might sort of respond. Gleeman, yeah. Precious gift from me to you for Christmas. No, no, it's good, it's good. Okay, you t- he's taking it, giving it back. All right, now, wh- what's it, how's he reacting? What, sort of, what word might capture that? Suspicious. Yeah, someone said suspicious. It's sort of like, uh, here he's, he's going, I've said it's precious, but he goes, I don't really know. And I think probably, he, you've probably had a hard part. You've probably been given gifts where, you, where it's, it's turned out to be a dud. Yeah, like a shopping bag that had Speaking like Dave's <laughs> face on it. Oh, the shop. Okay, that's funny. That's real funny. Um, actually, that was Michael's. That will be his most precious gift this year. All right. So, but yeah, so sometimes you do receive a gift where you think, oh, someone, they were just trying to trick me. So they, they pretended it was so good and yet you open it up and it was a dud. And so Gleeman's like, oh, he's suspicious. Now, I understand that people do that with God's gift. Right? I get it. Uh, I'm a naturally sceptical kind of guy. And so that is when someone comes and offers something so good, the promise of eternal life, uh, I'm naturally sceptical. Where you go, but, but, but what you can do with that scepticism is you can do what Gleeman did, is sort of give it back and say, no, 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 I don't, I'm not even prepared to try to open it. Uh, or you can sort of you know, check it out. You know, you can sort of even open the lid, peek inside. Uh, if you're suspicious or sceptical, there's still things you can do to find out more, yes? 
Because wouldn't it be tragedy for your suspicion or your scepticism to stop you receiving the greatest gift of all? Right? Don't let that happen. So, and if, if that's kind of you, if you kind of think, ah, I'm not really sure I believe in all these things, then keep coming along. Right? Michael's talked about Good News Week. Or every Sunday throughout summer, we are talking about Jesus. Uh, because we want people to know that he was real. So we want you to feel confident historically about Jesus. Uh, but we want you to know why he came, what it means to follow him. We want you to explore God's gift and then you might be able to take it. And open it. So here's a third way to respond. Gleeman, this is a precious... Gleeman, Gleeman. Yeah. Merry Christmas. This is, this is God's special gift. My special gift to you. Wow. <laughs> Christmas. more than lights it's not oh, just lights eternal light <laughs> okay okay and so so there's a, there's another response and that is you go I, I trust the person giving it he has good intentions and i now open it up and i i discover that it is precious uh and he gave me a hug yeah yeah beautiful yeah. Thank you, Gleeman. Now take a seat. Can I? Um, no, you have it. You have it. You put it on. Put put it with your seat. Okay. So, uh, and so that's that's the way we hope many of you respond to God's special gift, is to receive it, and to rea- to embrace it, and to realise this is precious beyond anything else. The gift of God's Son sent into our world ultimately to die for us. There is nothing more costly or precious or valuable because it opens up eternal life for all of us now i hope you notice as you think about these little pictures there's one missing what's the one we haven't talked about the b so let's pop the b up there which is believes um and so god so loved the world that he gave his only son, one and only son that whoever believes in him uh and so it's about trusting jesus uh, it's about recognising God sent Jesus to lay down his life for me. Uh, and what God wants us to do is trust him that his death takes away my sin. Um, I've talked about bushfires earlier uh, and just how many of us have felt sort of uncertain. Uh, and for some of us, like... We even know that the, the bushfire is coming. You know, the weathermen tell us, like on this day of the week, the wind will be coming this direction. Uh, and so now is the time to prepare. Uh, and some, uh, some people have been abandoning their homes. I talked to one person this morning who had to do that. And he d- still doesn't know uh, what he will go back to uh, when he returns to his property. Um, but there is a strategy that the firefighters use and the, and the strategy is, while a fire is coming towards them, the strategy is they intentionally light a fire. And you just think, wow, that's, it's, a stri- it's, it's counterintuitive, isn't it? Uh, all these fires are coming towards you, and the way you prepare is by lighting a fire. Uh, but it's called a controlled burn or a back burn. And the whole idea is, if you want to protect something like a house or a property, or maybe even your own life... Uh, you can actually burn 
all the stuff around, you know, all the trees, all the grassland around, whatever you're trying to protect. And then the hope is that when then the main fire front comes through, it actually reaches that point and that ground has already been burned. Uh, and so if it works to plan, when the fire comes through, uh, the fire goes around and that, that area is left intact because fire has already come there and it won't burn that same place twice. Uh, and that kind of captures God's gift of Jesus. Uh, and that is, we know there's a judgment day coming uh, and we kind of dread the idea that we will perish on that day. But God sent Jesus into our world and when Jesus died on the cross, it was like the judgment of God came on him and now what it means is anyone who believes in him, who trusts in Jesus, who, who says, I stand with Jesus, God says that is now safe ground. So that when the judgment of God comes in the future, it will actually pass us and we will remain unharmed and intact. And it's because Jesus has already absorbed the judgment of God for our sin. And all we do, we don't earn it, we don't deserve it, but God says it's for anyone who believes. Now, I hope, you just, I, hope, I, hope it's, I hope this has been a gift to you today, to actually reflect on this amazing verse. Let me, let's read it out together again. Um, Jane's going to come and lead us in prayer in a moment, um, but let's try to read this out, and then I'm going to do it without any words, right? So you've just got to do it with the pictures in a moment, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life, right? Now, have a look at the next one. Reorder them. So, kids, you'll go home, and some of you adults. Mine's so temporary, I just took it off. Uh, but I'm going to get another one, right? Uh, so you're going to go home to the... Um, you know, to your Christmas lunch, and, and some of you adults, you know, you can have a tattoo if you really like as well. Uh, but you go home and people will ask you, hey, what's that on your wrist? And you say, well, let me tell you about it. And then you say to them, like, so let's, how does it go again? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And my hope and prayer is that you take that gift uh, and you rejoice uh, and give thanks to God because uh, of sending the Lord Jesus. I'm going to hand over to Jane to lead us in prayer. Thanks, Jane.